0: Gospel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have, mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Wisdom arise, let us hear the holy gospel. Peace
1: be with
0: all
1: From the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew.
0: Let us be attentive. Glory
1: to you, o
0: Lord, glory to you.
1: At that time, Jesus was returning to the city. He was hungry, and seeing a fig tree by the wayside, he went to it and found nothing on it but leaves only. And he said to it, May no fruit ever come from you again. And the fig tree withered at once. When the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How did the fig tree wither at once? And Jesus answered them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and never doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. And when he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came up to him and he was teaching and said, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I also will ask you a question, and if you tell me the answer, then I also will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, whence was it, from heaven or from men? And they argued with one another. If we say, from heaven, he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say, from men, "'We are afraid of the multitude, "'for all hold that John was a prophet.' "'So they answered Jesus, "'We do not know.' "'And he said to them, "'Neither will I tell you by what authority "'I do these things. "'What do you think?' "'A man had two sons, "'and he went to the first and said, "'Son, go and work in the vineyard today.' "'And he answered, I will not. But afterward he repented and went. And he went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They answered the first. Jesus said to them, truly I say to you, the tax collectors and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the harlots believed him, and even when you saw it, you did not afterward repent and believe him. Here another parable. There was a householder who planted a vineyard and set a hedge around it, and dug a winepress in it and built a tower, and let it out to tenants and went into another country. When the season of fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to get his fruit, and the tenants took his servants and beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again, he sent other servants, more than the first, and they did the same to them. Afterward, he sent his son to them, saying, "'They will respect my son, But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, this is the heir, come, let us kill him and have his inheritance. And they took him and cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. When therefore the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? They said to him, he will put those wretches to a miserable death and let out the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the fruits in their seasons. Jesus said to them, "'Have you never read in the scriptures "'the very stone which the builders rejected "'has become the head of the corner? "'This was the Lord's doing, "'and it is marvelous in our eyes. "'Therefore I tell you, "'the kingdom of God will be taken away from you.'" And given to a nation producing the fruits of it. Glory to you, o Lord. Glory to
0: you.
1: Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness according to the multitude of your tender mercies. blot out my transgressions. Paul, please stop, wait for the sermon.
0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Tonight, we hear for the first time of three times the hymn, Behold the Bridegroom comes in the middle of the night. And blessed is the servant whom he shall find vigilant And unworthy is he whom he shall find heedless. And the hymn goes on from there. This hymn summarizes the events, the persons, the comings in the next three days. And when we look at this hymn, it refers to the parable in Matthew of the ten virgins. And there were five wise virgins and there were five foolish virgins. They all had their lamps and were waiting the bridegroom, who was to return. Yet they all slumbered, and then when the bridegroom came, they awoke to meet the bridegroom. The bridegroom is Christ. The 10 virgins are us, and the oil and the lamps are our souls the Holy Fathers see this as a reflection of our spiritual lives and the oil are those works that we have done in this life you see all of the virgins had faith they believed that the bridegroom was coming all of us believe that the bridegroom is coming back we don't know when But the king of glory seated on the throne is going to come and he's going to judge the world in each and every one of us We can be like the foolish virgins and we can think that we have time We can do good things. We can work on our salvation at some point, but right now not really we can think that We can do enough when he comes to be able to get in. Or we can also look at ourselves and think, well, I'm a good person, so that should be enough. Or we can look like the wise versions and say, my soul, you need to clean out a lot of the filth and the dirt and all the sin that lies there. And that's what we try to do starting so many, many weeks ago. We tried to simplify our lives. We tried to pray more. We tried to read scripture more. We tried to get away from the things of the world and direct our lives more towards Christ, to try to become more of an image of Christ. And that's really what Great Lent is about. But it doesn't stop this week it doesn't stop on Sunday it's supposed to be a transformation we're supposed to be able to move from the point at which we're at now and continue to move forward to become more Christ-like and ultimately when we look at our faith we really don't know our faith until we're challenged until we struggle And that's what this week really shows us. Because as you look at all of the characters that we're going to meet along the way, Judas, the high priest, the scribes, Joseph of Arimathea, Nicodemus, Peter, all of the other disciples, Mary, his mother. Throughout all of Christ's passion, his beatings, his whippings, the crown of thorns, the crucifixion, the agony, the suffering, we see what it means to believe in this king of glory. In order to believe in him, in order to stand by him, we're gonna have to go through that same cross. Just because we believe in Christ doesn't mean that we're free of suffering. It doesn't mean that we won't have any temptations. It doesn't mean that we won't deny Christ as Peter did. We're gonna face all of it if we haven't already. And if we have, we're going to face more, the more that we grow in Christ. But that really will reveal our faith, and it will show what transformation we have inside of ourselves. Because as Christ said, it's not about the outward appearance, it's not about how much we fast. It's not about how many people see us at services. It's what's going on inside of us. It's what is happening to our heart and to our soul. And that's what it means to have the oil in the lamp. That's also not something that we can share. And sometimes people look at that parable and say, well, that's really mean of those wise virgins not to share their oil. But no matter how much I talk about my faith, no matter how much I've experienced in my life, the things that I've dealt with, the strength that I've gotten through prayer, through the Lord, I can talk about that, but I can't give any of you that. Nor can you, any of you give any of that to me or each other. That's personal, and that's what it's about. When we're on this journey, when we're facing these temptations, Let us be vigilant. Let us stand strong. Let us stand firm. Those temptations will pass. Christ is with us. He's always with us. We have to go through the cross. But as some of the hymns coming along, looking at Joseph and looking at the barren fig tree, Christ is asking us to produce fruits. He doesn't want us just to be an external appearance as a Christian. We must bear mercy, compassion, kindness, meekness, patience, and joy in this Christian life. And if we do that, like Joseph, he was enslaved, but his soul was free because he was with Christ. He was tempted, but he gained eternal life by resisting that temptation and not sinning. May we be like Joseph. And may we not be like the fruitless fig tree. Amen.